ladies and gentlemen, to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for your health and athletics. She's won two Australian Trail Championships, a 24-hour track race, and many, many more races, as well as participated in the notorious Barkley Marathons. So she knows her stuff. And now, since she's raced all over the world, she's bringing all that knowledge and giving it to you so you can become a better performer as a whole. So make sure to continue to tune into the Peak Endurance Podcast to get your body right, your mind right, and your health on point. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Great to have you join me. I love doing the podcast as I really feel like I'm chatting with a friend. I hope you feel the same. And could you do a friend a favor and write a review on Apple Podcasts? It would be so awesome if you did. And I promise it doesn't take too much time, but it just makes such a difference to me. Right, well this week I have done under 135. My taper has been going well and I am feeling good. However, this is one of those races where you just don't know. The course map is not put out until the last minute, so it's very hard to plan my race strategy, including for where paces can join me. Um, to be honest, I don't understand the secrecy. I'm, I'm not made keen on it, and I think they should just let us know what is going on. Um, yeah, that's my two cents worth there. And it would certainly make an already busy life a little bit easier. This week, I am still reading Matt Fitzgerald's book and listening to Lisa, Lisa Nichols, I can't talk today, whatever it takes on Audible. So nothing new to share there. Don't forget to share what pod, books and podcasts you have been reading and listening to. I'm always on the lookout for new podcasts. And like I've said, it doesn't have to be about running. No, training through winter can be difficult. Dark mornings or evenings, cold, rain and waning motivation. What's a runner to do? Especially when they have a race coming up in spring or summer. Although that may seem like a long time away, as we all know, time flies and it will be here before you know it. And then you will be ruining those days you stayed in your warm bed and didn't hit the road and get the mileage and sessions in. So if you don't want to be in that spot regretting, here are some tips to help you overcome the hurdles brought on by the winter months. All right, first off, you need a training plan, a proper one. Although you may have a plan that you have borrowed from a friend or cobbled together from the internet and books, I would highly, highly recommend you get a certified coach who creates research and science-based programs. When, also, when you are paying someone for their expertise, and it is an expertise, you are more likely to follow through and complete the work. There is also the added accountability that goes with having a coach who is checking up on you. A properly trained coach will also ensure that every run has a purpose. The purpose may be an easy run to let the legs and body recover, or a workout session that is targeted at a certain physiological outcome, or a long run that involves a progressed length elevation, you know, progressed from previous runs. You will know, if you've got a plan, ahead of time what you are doing and why you are doing it, which will make sticking to your plan that much easier. Of course, if you're feeling exhausted, that's when you need to, you know, maybe think about things. Now, before we go any further, we will have a quick break to thank our sponsors and hear from a happy running coaching client. 
name is Linda. I enlisted the help of Isabel Ross from Peak Endurance Coaching after I crazily signed up for a 100-mile race in New Zealand back in 2020, which was supposed to go ahead in 2021 and got cancelled due to COVID. I've still been working with Isabel as I'm going to Tarawera next year in 2023, hoping to cross that finish line. And I know that I need the help and support and expertise of somebody to help get me over that line. And I've already seen huge increases um, in my running, in my P, I've been having uh, amazing PBs um, at races that I've been doing. I'm a busy mum with three small active boys and Izzy's plans are so detailed that I don't need to think about what I need to do. They come up on my watch, I go out there, press start and off I go. I don't need to think. Um, and as a mum, that is heaven to not have to think about something else that I need to do. Um, I love working with Iz. She's so um, personable, understands that life happens, is a mum herself and is also an Australian champion um, in the trail world. So if you have any doubts in yourself, if you want change up your routine a little bit or just need a bit of a push or you have a massive goal, get in contact with Isabel from Peak Endurance Coaching. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> So you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation. You can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance has taken a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit the specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run, or you can find them on Instagram at Health High Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more. Next, if you are struggling, go through your goals. Why are you doing this? How important is it to you? Establish your why. Remind yourself before every run why this race is important to you or your training and why you need to stick to your training plan. Revisit the purpose of the run from your training plan and then understand how this particular run fits into the overall big picture and how it is helping you on the path to success at your race, whatever success means to you. Do not just rely on willpower to get you out the door as there's always so many things vying for your attention, energy and time. <clears throat> we know this. And also just why power is so much stronger and longer lasting than willpower. Willpower does not last and it's exhausting relying on it. Next, you need to schedule the time in your calendar for your run just like you would schedule a meeting for work. Make time for it to happen. Make time to make it happen. It is not selfish to make your needs a priority. 
just as, and this is the example everyone uses, just as the airline tells you to put the mask on yourself before others, as then you're better equipped to help them, so too with life. Self-sacrifice is not the path to a wonderful and fulfilling life. You have this one precious life and it is here to be lived fully. If running is part of that for you, make time for it. You will then be less resentful of others when they require your time. And you will have much more energy for others and thus be a better person overall if you make time for yourself. Now, I'm not saying dedicate your life 100% to running and to hell with everyone else and everything else. That's not what I'm saying. But it's not too much to ask to have 60 to 90 minutes to yourself on a weekday. If you look after yourself, you will have more energy and attention to be able to focus and share with those around you. Believe you me, it's not selfish. Next, whether you run in the morning or in the afternoon, have all your clothes for running ready. If you run in the morning, have your clothes laid out either on the floor next to your bed where you can basically roll out of bed into them. Or if you need to be sure not to wake someone else, have them in the bathroom or in, you know, a little ante room, whatever it is, ready to go. If you run after work, same deal. Have your clothes laid out pretty much right where you walk in with your shoes there, your keys, everything ready to go. So there's no way you can miss them. Or have them in a bag in your car to stop for a run on the way home. This is always convenient. Just don't forget to bring that bag of clothes back in at some point. <laughs> Washing them is, is always good helpful to others. Have layers. Layering is warmer than one thick top. Layers help you as you warm up and cool down. Getting hot and sweaty in one layer will just lead to coldness. I don't know if that's grammatically correct. Further into the run. All right. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're like many runners, you really heat up as you run. If it's raining, have a proper waterproof jacket and a cap to keep the rain out of your face. These are small things, but all add up to comfort that don't add to your mental chafe, as I like to call it. Those things that are only small, but they're annoying and chafe away, like a top rubbing at you. And they chafe away your mental strength until suddenly you are depleted. Now, in regards to gloves, if it's cold, I tend to go if it's under about nine degrees, I'll wear gloves. That's kind of, 10 degrees used to be my cutoff, but no, I'm finding nine is right now. Now, whether you run before or after work, have a reliable head torch. The days are short, be ready for it. Make sure it's charged and ready to go. You don't want any surprises that'll delay you getting out the door. Oh, it's not charged. Oh, I'll put it on for 20 minutes, I'll sit down, and then that's it, you're glued to the couch. Organize to run with a friend to keep you committed. If you can't run with a friend, have an accountability buddy friend. You both text each other when you are starting your runs and again when you're finished. This is great not just for accountability, but safety as well, especially if you live alone. Now, don't forget to congratulate each other on getting it done, especially if you're a little bit demotivated after a long day at work. <clears throat> know that when the weather is horrible and uninviting, that race day indeed may dawn the same. It is important to train yourself mentally and physically to deal with crappy weather. What chase in the rain? Is your rain jacket properly waterproof? Is a peak or a cap better to keep rain off you? How warm are your gloves when they get wet? Does your torch light the way well in the rain? Does your long sleeve top help to keep the cold out? What are your socks or you know runners like when they get wet? Does my head torch band lose its elasticity? Have you ever had that in the rain and it's bouncing around in your head? How do you deal mentally? when you're wet and cold. So many potential lessons to be learnt from running in crappy weather. The greatest gifts come wrapped in sandpaper. 
Um, so use those, learn from it. Also, training in the dark of winter, whether it's morning or night, is an excellent way to train for long races where you might need to go through the night. It also means, therefore, that you don't have to stay out all night long to get that night training in. If you only train in daylight hours, that's all you'll be good at. You need to train in the dark, but really training all through the night is not beneficial for your training. And there are some things to think about for these dark training. How long does your head torch last? Does it light the way properly? <coughs> Pardon me, so you can run well. Does the head torch give you a headache? I find if it's too tight, it does. So, you know, check these things. Is your depth perception different in the dark? How do your eyes adjust the changes in the light, you know, as the sun comes up or as, as you head into darkness? Lots of things to think about and lots of training to gain. So there you have it. Follow these tips and training all through winter should be a breeze. <laughs> well, at least more doable. Um, do you have any more tips that you could share with us? Please email me, peak in, Isabel. What am I saying? Isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au to let me know and I will share with everyone. And if you aren't following me on socials, get on it. Peak Endurance Coaching on both Facebook and Insta or Isabel Ross, which is my personal account. I would love to connect with you. You can also join my email list to get my newsletters that go out on a semi-regular basis. <laughs> go to peakendurancecoaching.com.au. Also, I have a poll skills clinic coming up on Saturday, 28th of May at 2 p.m. for 90 minutes in the Dandenong Ranges. The clinic is strictly limited to 10 people. So head to my website to find out how to register. Whatever you are currently doing, be it running, cycling, strength training or stretching, have fun out there and I will catch you next week. And most of all, enjoy training through winter. It's better than the heat of summer. <laughs>